Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast, a show created to educate, encourage, and empower women to prosper in their faith and their finances. Now, here's your host, faith igniter and prosperity producer, Dr. Amy Walton. Good morning. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Amy. And today I have with me Yolanda Gray, the Take Back Your Life Coach. And we're going to be talking about how to overcome the impossible. So Yolanda, thank you for joining us this morning. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, it's really good to be here, Dr. Amy. You and I have been doing this work God's work for um, a while, and I'm so grateful that He put you in my life because I just I love it when you know we had the dialogue before we started this recording, and um, and just there's just so much that we can learn from each other, and so thank you so much for having me on. And so Yolanda, I know that you are a Christian um, life coach, and so how 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 long have you been a life coach? I have been um, certified for a few years. I've been coaching. I've been speaking for quite a few years and uh, coaching for the past six years as a as a professional life coach for women. I work uh, basically with women. So you've been working with women for six years. Yes. Yeah, that that's an awesome um, job in and of itself. And so as you've been working with women, I'm sure that you've discovered that women often struggle with many things. Yes. <laughs> you know, women struggle with relationships. They struggle with obstacles within themselves. I mean, they struggle with just life in general. And so as we are talking this morning and as we are sharing and we, you know, I'm just thinking about the woman and what's going on in the world right now. And I know that there are many women that are listening that might be enduring some difficult challenges, some some tough situations, you know, uh, impossible situations. And so, what is it that? What's something that you can say to them? What is what is something that you can give them um, to help them during this time? Well, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually um, when I looked at the uh, when I was putting this talk together. Um, I, I presented this at uh, my very first retreat that I held up in the mountains last year. And I thought, God, you know, what was going on? I, I knew these women, um, they were struggling in relationships. They were struggling within themselves. They were struggling, you know, what's my next season of life? And so I, I thought, you know, it's that moving mountains. You know, when you have faith like a mustard seed and you tell that mountain to move, it'll go, it'll move. And you know, it takes a lot of faith to believe that yes it does it takes a little bit of faith to say okay well this god's word so it must be true but it takes a walk of faith a building up of your faith to actually be able to overcome any circumstance and we are in some impossible times right now yeah last year we were not last fall that was pretty much the same thing so what i share and what I'm going to share tonight is all the same. It's all the same with Jesus. He said, you will have, tri- you will have trials and tribulation in this lifetime. That was a promise, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but I have come. I have overcome the world. And so it's just getting into that mindset of 
believing and and having that faith over fear i um i bought a t-shirt that says faith over fear i haven't worn it yet but it's so true because um the thing about fear is and you know the bible talks about it so much but mostly fear is based on a few things one of them is that you're afraid you're going to lose something and the second thing is you're afraid that you're not going to get what you want what you think you need yeah. those two things that those two things are just in our humanity so losing something or not getting what you want so we become fearful of the unknown we become insecure about the future we start to go too deep inside our our you know i'm just going to call it, it it's a self-centeredness it's right. like well, what am i going to lose what am i not going to get and the the problem with being in fear is a couple of things one is that it brings chaos and confusion and we know who the author of that is right and then the second thing is that we in that chaos and confusion we can't think to solution so mm -hmm. even though god gives us a solution go here do this do that we can't hear them because we're so literally bound up in fear yeah, and sometimes we're so overwhelmed um, with the fear and anxiety that, you know, even when God is speaking, we can't hear him. You know, he's talking, but because we're so wound up and we're so worried and we're so concerned that even with him speaking, we don't hear him. And so we'll often go like, God, where are you? I don't hear you. You know, are you there? We'll question if God is there, because yes. we don't hear him, but we, we're so overwhelmed within ourselves that even when he's speaking, you know, his, his because it's the still small voice and you got so much chaos going on within you that even when he's talking, you can't hear him. And so that causes us to struggle even more because then we began to wonder if God loves us. We began to wonder, you know, God, is he there? You know, we'll even think that he's left us and the word tell us yes. that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Yet in our minds, we believe that God has left us. Yes, exactly. Wait, you cannot sense his presence. He's there, but you, you're just too wrapped up. Actually, the, the enemy, the devil has you wrapped up Yeah, in it. Um, I love that, um, you know, we, if we can just remember that we come we, we always operate from a place of victory because we've already been forgiven. We've already been born again. We have victory and power in that. If we could remember that, almost like an affirmation, yes. and coming from a place of victory, I may be tired. I may be I'm not feeling, you know, the angels surrounding me to give me, <laughs> lift me up and give me strength, but, but they're here and God's here even though I can't feel it. I think a lot of times we do want to go by our feelings and that's when we get in a lot of trouble because usually the feeling is fear <laughs> that comes back um, to circle around us. So if we can remember that, you know, we already operate from a place of victory. Um, the other two things that happen is you get into despair and discouragement. And when yeah. you get there, that's really, really, that's where depression comes in and anxiety comes in and the, and scripture so 
you know, do not grow weary in doing good. There's, um, um, do not, do not get so overburdened that you can't, um, you know, do um, just in, even in your everyday. So the disappointment and the discouragement actually lead actually to physical weariness, physical yeah. in your body. And so when all that happens, I, I was thinking of Elijah and Nehemiah. They were really, they were perfect examples. Yeah. You know, Nehemiah got tired, you know, building that wall and, um, and that within, for that city. And, you know, but he knew that he had to do it, that he was, he was tired. And even Gideon, I'm thinking of Gideon, you know, with 300 people, he was tired too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, when I, when I, you hear that you, and we, cause sometimes we look at the people in the Bible and they, we look at them and we see ourselves so differently instead of the same challenges, you know, the challenges may not be the same, but nonetheless, they're still challenges. And so the same way, like you said, Nehemiah got tired building the wall. Jeremiah got tired, like Elijah got tired. Everybody at some point um, encountered the weariness. They encountered obstacles. They encountered challenges and struggles, like all kinds of things. And we are no different. And, right. you know, we think that we're not supposed to encounter anything that's going to challenge us, anything that's going to cause us to be a little bit of nervous, to be nervous or to be fearful, I think that's one of our, the misconceptions that we have. And because we think in that particular way, when things do happen, we get so overwhelmed because we are we don't think that's what's supposed to happen. And I think that takes us down a whole nother path, definitely a path that God didn't design for us. But because that's the way we're thinking, that's actually the path that we go on. Yes. And and when things come up, especially a little fear, you know, I often have to say to myself, like, you got to, girl, you got to be careful because, you know, fear likes to bring its friends. Like you said, despair and discouragement. <laughs> it doesn't travel alone. He doesn't yes. like to come alone, but he likes to come with his posse. And so we have to be so mindful that when you open the door for one, oftentimes, if you're not careful, that you'll open a door for, for others to come in. And then you find yourself on the road to depression. And, and you need so much more at that point. But the best thing that we can do is to become aware so that we can see when we're getting over to the place like, okay, I'm afraid or I'm really worried. Like it's self-evaluation where you have to evaluate yourself and you have to go like, this is where I'm at. Now, what do I do at this particular point to get myself out of this rut or to keep from getting um, digging deeper and deeper in the hole that we're in? Exactly, Dr. Amy. You, you touched on something, too, about um, fear brings um, his friends, um, a whole lot of friends, as a matter of fact. Um, one point during the, when Nehemiah, and Nehemiah knew hey, this was his job, and this is where we're all at right now. We all have something to do. We're all on a mission. Uh, it got stopped for some of us in, in, you know, in the way that we thought it was going, what it was going to look like. But at one point, God comes to Nehemiah, and he's like, basically says, where were you? <laughs> right. <laughs> Your presence left me. I think that's how the scripture says that Your presence left me. No, he, God is always there. It's yeah. just if we start going down too far down, then we have no, we, we, even though we do have the victory because Jesus gave us the victory, we can't climb out. Right. That's when Elijah, he ended up, um, under the tree, you know, getting fed by the ravens. He was so afraid of Jezebel. 
I mean, think about what we're afraid of today. Think about where our world is right now and everything that's swirling. That fear becomes worry, but that worry becomes habitual, almost addictive. Mm -hmm. Almost like you wake up and you go, okay, what, what should I be worried about? Hey, we got a lot to worry about, if really, if we look at it in the natural. But if we just take a step back, um, what I think about the world, you know, we know we can't control the world. We can't control the things that happen in the world. But very often we go to fear and we, we, can't, uh, we can't see to overcome the impossible because we're trying to control the situation ourselves. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my gracious. You know, that's one that has gotten me a many times, you know, <laughs> that we try to control the situation. And, um, you know, and, and I just want to talk to someone right now that, you know, you're going through these difficult challenges and these circumstances. And I think the thing too, that we have to always keep in the forefront is God has a plan. And even when the unforeseen happens, you know, one of the things that I remind myself is even when the unforeseen happens is that God has a plan because he knew before we got here, we were going to get here. And so he made provision for the day. And I think when we began to look at things like that, it begins us to help. It begins to help us process where we are where we need to be and where we're going. And it helps actually take the weight off of us and yes. back on God, you know, mm -hmm. the, really the place where it needs to, to be. But yes, I've went down that road too many times. And I, so, I think we all, I think we pretend to do that in our humanness, but I was also thinking of Esau, you know, trading away his, his, um, gift, his lifelong gift, you know, just to satisfy, I say, to satisfy a short-term appetite. So we think, oh, again, I, I want to get this thing and I want it now. And he gave up something so valuable because he wanted what he wanted now. Yes. So, you know, we do, we tend to walk in that. I mean, I did for years. Oh my gosh, for years. I called it God, God didn't like me, right? Right. <laughs> And even though later, like you saw, I regretted that impulsiveness, a lot of times it's too late. You can't go back. And so we have a merciful and forgiving God. We, we have his grace that he can't, he's not going to change your past. He's just going to have you learn from the past. Yes. And so, and sometimes those have, for me, have been uh, huge um huge lessons and so and so in overcoming the impossible i have to make sure i don't run ahead of god yeah listen oh my god you know you're mentioning that and i was thinking about a conversation that i was having with someone this week and we were actually talking a little bit about that and we were talking about um you know things that we desire to do and um where we wanted to go and you know stuff like that and i was saying like but one of the problems was um, compromising and we compromise things and God began to say to me like to me about being like Esau who sold his birthright for a bowl of stew and yes. I was like oh my god so hearing you say that tonight I'm like wait a minute she wasn't in that conversation but it's the same way with our lives because we get so caught up in all the other things that we compromise we compromise our faith for what I want right now we compromise um, 
our relationship with the Lord, you know, based on what I feel, we compromise so many things. And the Lord began to show me, like, if you're doing that and you're not being who I called you to be, if you're not walking in the purpose that I have for you, if you're not taking me at my word, then you are compromising in the same way that Esau did for that, for that bowl of stew. And you know, like when I, he said that to me, like something went off because how many times have we used Esau and said, he sold his birthright for a bowl of stew. And how many times when I began to really reflect on that this week, did I think about, I was doing the same thing, but just in a different manner but when God was looking at it, he was like, it's the same. And it was an eye opener. And so as we're in this place, we really do have to do it differently because anything else is compromised. And I'm not taking away from the struggle. I'm not right. taking away from the difficulty that people are facing. I'm not taking away from any of that. What I am saying is God is saying that there is a more excellent way. I love that. I love that scripture. There is a more excellent way. way. And sometimes we think that we got all of the answers. You know, we know everything. We know what's best. Like we think that because I know for myself, that's exactly what I was thinking, you know, and God was saying, but I have the more excellent way. I know what you're thinking. I know how you view it. But I formed the world. I put you in it. I designed the plan for your life. I have the more excellent way. And God sends the help. I mean, he did it with Elijah. He fed the, He sent the raven to feed him. And that's what he do with coaches. We're the, you're, we're the help. And so yes. when you're in this place of fear or you're in the place of stuck or you're in um, impossible situations, God sends the help to help you get out. So you got God and then God sends the human help to help you get out of the hole that, that you know, oftentimes that we're in out of the place where we're stuck. God sends the help. Uh, yes, it's so interesting you said that, Dr. Amy, because I was thinking about, you, you went um, earlier, you said something about we have to be self-aware. We have to become aware that this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. You know, we're caught up in this fear. So then you, you discover, you okay, I am and I do have, I, I'm, I'm in this fear. I can't see. I can't focus. And then what happens is um, you surrender. We yeah. have to surrender. Like Elijah did. I'm tired. I want to die. I'm done. I mean, I've been there. I've been there where I wanted to die. And I can thankfully say it's been many, many years since I felt that way. And everything that, everything that took me to this place um, where I wanted to die, I wanted my life to be over, had all been because I was giving up my birthright. Every single time. It wasn't one thing. It wasn't give me that bowl of stew. It was give me that whatever I think I need and I want. Yes. uh, You know, it was a child. It was like from a child's place. But unfortunately, I was older. (laughs) I was grown. And so the the consequences, the pay, you know, what I had to, how I paid was a lot bigger until you know it's like 
following Jesus is the more excellent way. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know? Ooh, it just is. And so there's two of the, there's a few things that I've learned about, um, you know, and I'm going to share a praise report here because last year at this retreat, it was my very first retreat, and I really didn't know what it was going to look like or what we were going to do. But I knew there was going to be a time of reflection and quiet and meditation. And I asked them then to just give to God the problem. Give it to God. This is the exact same thing that I taught on there. So um, what could they give to God? That he, what do they have for him to do that they have not been able to do? And one of the women there shared something about two big things in life. They were big. They weren't little. They were big things. And she had to make some decisions about these two things. And the moment that she said them happened to be another woman who needed, who had what my friend needed right there at the retreat, started the ball rolling. And yesterday was the culmination. Yesterday was the culmination of everything that she has walked through. In fear, in faith, in fear, in faith, you know, back and forth. Yes, yes. So one of the things that I find that's really most important and probably one of the most difficult things to do is to refocus. You know, they say, magnify the Lord. Don't magnify the situation. Step back so that you can hear the still small voice. We lose perspective of what's really going on when we're in, in, balled up in the fear. And what do they tell us that, what it, you know, coach talk, whatever you focus on is going to grow. <laughs> if your perspective about life grows instead of God himself, and his presence and ability to change the situation, nothing's going to change. Right. Right? So just this one little thing to um, refocus on God, magnify God, not the problem, and just take a step back. Because we usually, when we're in the problem, we don't have the correct perspective. Right. You can't see. Right. And then the second thing is you have to deal with your heart. Yes. You know, we talked earlier about sowing the seed in the soil, the fertile soil. It's the, it's the foundation for everything. It's, you know, where's that seed going to grow, germinate? But during um, our troubling times, if we haven't healed from past situations, they actually become more magnified. Because if you've not healed or forgiven or asked forgiveness, you run into situations that remind you of what triggered all of that in the first place. Uh, I mean, I'm, you can look at the seven deadlies, but also bitterness, deceit, rejection, unforgiveness, doubt, um, envy, complaining, gossiping, all of that needs to go. So I would strongly say, and I say it, remind myself too, look inside what's in there that needs, you know, to be healed and needs to be um, removed. Run, what did Paul say? Throw off everything 
that burdens you, that weighs you down so you can run the race, right? And also when you're in these places that are so dark and unforgiveness, lust, greed, whatever it is, um, that is the place that um, can bring you to shame. And shame is actually what drives addictions. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then um, just, you know, I said I had four things. And number three was just remember everything starts with Jesus. And, and I love this, that there were only two things that he said, and two things, simple things, they're so simple. He said, I o- he only did what the Father told him, mm-hmm. and he did everything in love. Yes. Those two yes. things. Yes. So those two things. And then also um, the last thing was just to grow in faith, you know, grow our faith, because that's what it's about. Every time we overcome, every time the mountain moves, it's, a, it's another step forward in our faith. And so we have to, um, we talked about it earlier, but that self-awareness, then we have to surrender. We have to accept. Today we have to accept the world the way it is. We can't change it. God's doing something that's bigger than we know. And everything that you're seeing right now, all the news and all the do this, do, don't do that, do this, is all distraction. It's distraction from the enemy who wants to keep us bound up in fear. And so we have to accept that and then make a commitment. I love that we're coaches, that we've walked through so much, that we can have, that we can guide others to that commitment to take those steps to change your life. Because surrender and acceptance are just two, the first two steps. The next one's the commitment to the process, but then you have to have the strategy. Yeah. And we, um, both you and I, we've walked some walks. <laughs> <laughs> we've learned some lesson. Yes. And all of that to get into his alignment. Yeah. To get into alignment with his perfect will. That's God's purpose for us, that we walk in his will. And boy, I mean, if we haven't had a lesson in that, because like you, you know, we had our our year planned and we were going to do this and we were going to do that and we're all, I'm going to help all these women, right? We're going to do all this. And then it shut down. Everything shut down. Yeah. So so somebody has been talking about, um, um, we have to pivot. You know, we heard that a lot, pivot. I had a confirmation on a word that it was not, we were not going to be pivoting because if we pivot, I, I was a, I was in a paramilitary um, academy, incorrect when I was in corrections. And when you pivot, you just end up going in a different direction. So you can hit a wall if you pivot the wrong way, right? But if you do an about face and look at God instead of looking at yourself or your problem. You do a complete about face. And that's what the Second Chronicles scripture was about, if my people who are called by my name, is that we look up into God's face and say, I, I can't do this. Right. But, you, but you said, if I had faith, that the mountain would move, and that's where, that's where I'm going to stand. Yeah. You know, and I know it's a challenging time right now, but it is a time that it's the 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 
ground is just so fertile for faith and for growth. And, you know, that's, and honestly, you cannot grow your faith when nothing is happening. Your faith is, it has to have a a particular, um, there has to be the right ingredients there. That means that there has to be something for you to grow. Um, There has to be something to challenge you for you to move. And I know like oftentimes people don't want to hear that, but that's actually the truth. That's the truth. That is the truth. That's the truth. Um, So this is like the perfect time for you to know him more. This is the best time for you to grow your faith. You know, this is the best time to find out, like, in this situation, what can my God do? Right. What can he do? What, right. you know, what can he do? And not only what can he do, but also what can I do? Because the greater one lives in us. And a lot of times we don't even know what's in us until the opportunity presents itself. And then you discover there is so much more in you than you realize because there have been situations that have come up and when they have come up, I'm like, I can't handle this. I don't know if I'm going to make it. And then with God, you look back and go, Oh my God, I did the impossible. I made it. I may have lost the job, but I made it. You know, I may have lost the car, but I made it. The marriage might didn't work. It was impossible, but I made it. So, you know, like the money might not have came like I wanted it, but I still made it. And and I think that's like the the gist of it, because God shows himself to be faithful and he shows us in the midst of the trials and the tribulations. Well, and and like you said, that is where our faith grows. Because if we're just going along and everything like we were, everything was fine. We really didn't have a, a challenge. There wasn't a challenge that was presented where we really had to go, okay, by faith, you know, we have to believe that, especially for, um, as believers, you know, we, we are all called to purpose. We're called to bring his message yes. to the kingdom here on earth. That's our, that's our mission. That never changes. And for some of us, like you and I, you know, we do work in the public. We do work. We write. We speak we coach you know whatever we do but we're all called to do something and it doesn't mean that we just lay down because i love the scripture says you know uh, the gates of hell will not prevail against his plan right right and this is the perfect time for us to see that well yolanda gray it has been a pleasure to have you with us today um, I, can you tell us a little bit about um, where we can find you at or, you know, if a woman wants to, to reach out to you and, and they're struggling and they're saying, hey, I need some help, where can they find you? I, can, I am uh, at uh, Yolanda at YolandaGray.com and there's a little contact sheet right there and just fill it out and um, my schedule will pop up. And I'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, and also, I have a Facebook group, close group, called Hashtag Take Back Your Life. And uh, I'd love to have uh, as many women as want to come in because it's not just me. It's um, women helping each other. You know, we're encouraging and supporting. And um, I'll come in and teach or I'll be a resource. And when I figure out how to put, how to um, have Zoom go over to my Facebook page, I'll have my guests on with me too. I'm not techno savvy at all, <laughs> but I'm learning. And, uh, 
and yeah, and uh, and then you can always pe- uh, message me on Facebook or Yolanda at yolandagray.com. I'm all over. If you just put my name in, I'll pop up somewhere, and I'd love to have a conversation. But also, you know, to ha- just to come into the group and um, just to be a part of of a bigger um, a bigger um, a vo- more voices, more hearts on this faith journey because that's what we're on that's what we're on right now we're on a faith journey we know how it ultimately ends up but we really don't know what's behind you know what's around the bend we're all taking we're all taking the the ride together so thank you for having me today this was incredible and I'm excited for what God's going to do in your life, Dr. Amen. 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 So if you're struggling today, reach out to Yolanda Gray at Yolanda at YolandaGray.com. Be sure to check out her Facebook group. And um, tune in. Listen, this is the end of it for today, but we will definitely be back on next week. So tune in next week to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. And so blessings and have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. Until next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Wealthy Woman Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, DrAmyWalton.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.